from the KISS 92.5 studios in Toronto, Canada. This is Roz yes. and Mocha. It's Roz and Mocha. What's going on? Hey guys, this is Bruno Mars. This is Selena Gomez. The Chainsmokers. Lady Gaga. Calvin Harris. Celestia Carr. You're listening to my boys Roz and Mocha. Roz and Mocha. My boys Roz and Mocha. The Roz and Mocha Show. Uh, between Roz and Mocha, who is your favorite? Roz. Mocha. Roz. Roz. You guys are so funny, man. Congratulations, Lisa! Wow! You just won $1,000. That is amazing. Y'all just made my entire morning. Keep it up. You guys are awesome, man. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Uh, hey, Mocha. Yes, sir. Ready? Of course. Let's do the news. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. News break. Sam Asghari has broken his silence amid the uh, Britney Spears divorce. Oh, yeah. So yesterday, um, he was on Instagram. And he goes, after six years of love and commitment to each other, my wife and I have decided to end our journey together. Uh, We will hold on to the love and respect we have for each other. And I wish her the best always. Ish happens. Mm -hmm. So. But what really happened, Sam? Exactly. I mean, a lot of people are blaming this guy, but I mean, really, like you look at it, he probably put up with some stuff, right? Like this is a big job being with Britney Spears Mm -hmm. and being her only sort of support system and everything else. And I'm not saying anything against Britney, but you know, when people need help and somebody's there to help them, it's a, it's a big job. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know. But then the whole story with that, he wants more money because he said he was going to release like embarrassing information and stuff like this. And I don't know. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Olivia Rodrigo uh, has a, a, a new album coming out mm-hmm. called Guts, and Uh-oh. I'm getting so tired of when stars release snippets of songs because when stars used to release snippets of songs, it used to be a clip where you got a sense of what the song was going to be, mm-hmm. and then slowly they've been degrading to where they'll like mix it in a way that you can barely understand it. They'll put like a weird filter on it. Uh, There won't be like actual lyrics to it, or they will just be playing it off their phone onto another phone. Mm -hmm. So you can, as soon as the lyrics is about to start, they stop the music. Thank you. So Olivia Rodrigo may have hit rock bottom with the pop star snippet sneak peek of a new track. So here is new music from Olivia Rodrigo. That's okay. 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 Oh damn! <laughs> wow. hey, Bravo, I applaud that. Bravo. I applaud that. Guys, I, like I like it. Okay. I like it. The bar is now set, okay? So Olivia Rodrigo is now the champion of the bogus uh, sneak peek of a pop song. The next person to do something like this, the only way to win is if they say, hey, here's my new song called whatever. Here's a sample. Yeah, that's all. Yeah, exactly. Right. Exactly. Something like that. Drake's like, yo, I got this new album coming out. That's all you get. (laughs) (laughs) The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. I don't know the circumstances of this story, but there's a woman in California who apparently found a guy living under her house. Like, I don't know, like, because, so yeah, so a lot of houses in California, right? We, it, we find that difficult to sort of comprehend here. 
um, because we have basements, right? But mm-hmm. a lot of houses in California don't have basements, right? So they have like a crawl space underneath the house. Like the house is built on little stilts and then you have like a crawl space underneath where the pipes oh. go and everything else, right? So there's room underneath underneath the house. Man, that's where Babadook lives. Thank you. Or in this case, just some guy. So it's six o'clock in the morning and we woke up because we heard noise. Oh, here comes the police. Came outside, I thought somebody was on a roof. And I see the grass moving and is feeling around a dirty ass arms, feeling around this hole outside. There is a whole man living here for months, living underneath the house. Imagine being half awake and seeing an arm, a dirty arm. <laughs> I love how she had to say a whole man. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> But well, yeah, so when you look at the bottom of the house, right? So they like the house goes all the way to the ground, uh-huh. but there's there's like a little hatch on the back where workers can go in and do stuff. If you have a plumbing problem or whatever sure. it is you need, I don't know what it, they, they, they would do under there. Or Walter White hides his so money. It's like a little dog door uh-huh. that goes into the crawl space underneath their house from the from the backyard. And this guy's been living there for months. And I guess this guy what did they had, find been, in there? had been living there for months. I'm trying to find a picture of what. Like, it, did he have anything? Set up like was he just laying on dirt? I think he or was he just have a, a sleeping bag, air mattress. Hold on, I'm trying to see if there's any picture. There's, there's, there's no That's a uh, lot of square footage under there, though. You yeah, like, I mean, really it's turn a, it into I mean, it's a decent place. You can't stand. No, but the right? police had to take him out. Yeah, did the cops have to take him out? Two cops, two cops showed up. Jesus, if you man. just need a place to sleep, there's no. That is so terrible. I couldn't imagine. You think he knew the Wi-Fi? <laughs> Maybe. Probably under there, got his phone watching Maybe. Netflix. Or yeah. if, he was, if he was nice, would you let him stay? No, uh-uh. no, 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 nobody's like that if nice. he was willing to like clean up after himself. No, but where's Where, he, under where's, the house, Maury? That was also his bathroom, right? <laughs> oh, good point. Like, oh, good point. and also having to do that lying down. Hmm. Wait, no. what? hold on, right? How would you do that? Well, you'd have to, like, let's like, say, oh, let's no. say you'd have to do a side swamp. plank. Let's, let's a little swamp but side it fall like there's still body between you and the ground. I guess you could go on your back and just like like if you lay on your back, right? like and and you're positioned like a baby, like your legs up. No, and you lift, you scoot your butt up. Hold on, let me right? see. Yeah. So I can't see you, man. Do like a hip raise. I can't see you. Hold on, I gotta come around. Come around. I gotta come around. No, like if, no, 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 no. Right? Like if I go like this. Yeah. If I'm laying down. Yeah. Right? No, and you're doing I'm, it wrong. Like that. No. I don't think there's a right way to do it. No, oh no, no, no you know no, what? You're no. right. After experimenting, because when that move that I did right there, like yeah. you gotta clench your butt cheeks, but no. you can't be in that. You know. You're using too much. Mocha, have- Mocha was so Mocha was just lying on the ground, right, and his knees were bent, so his feet were on the floor, and then Mocha was lifting his pelvis up in the air, My so God. there was space between hip thrust. Like yeah, he was like and thrusting his hips up in the air, and then when you land, you land on it. Thank you. Mm. Well, that's right? why I said side plank because then at least you can go no, on back because, onto your stomach. No, but no. then it falls on. Like it, yeah, it, it's it gonna drips. like, yeah, right. <laughs> like I don't know how this man was was doing down there, but that's like months. Can you worth. try to squat. I, uh, but it's so, but it's tight. Like it's only like two and a half feet. Is there a possibility he left to go to the washroom and then oh. came back? Oh yes. yeah, that's oh, it, that of course. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast.
Kelowna, B.C. is under state of emergency after an unpredictable fire jumped the Okanagan Lake. A full assessment of the affected areas will be done later on this morning. Uh, and B.C. fire officials warn that the worst of the wildfire season could still be ahead and that the next 24 hours could be difficult to hot, dry, windy conditions. And then in the Northwest Territories, the unprecedented evacuation of uh, the capital in Yellowknife. Uh, more than 20,000 people. Uh, had to be evacuated ahead of the noon deadline. Um, this is the wildfires threatens to reach the city by uh, tomorrow. This is Crazy the worst. Crazy out there, man. Like wildfire season in history. Has to yeah, be, right? Yeah. Like yeah. everywhere. Not just within Canada. No. Everywhere. No, it's, uh, I've it's heard more about really... wildfires in the past six months than I've ever in my entire life. Yeah. Yeah, I think also because of the winds, right? Like, like when you know when we when we could smell it here, yeah. You know, and when New York City turned orange and all that stuff, like it, it, it you, there's a lot of news about it because of how far it had uh, it has traveled. But they are raging. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Post Malone, I we missed this while we were on uh, vacation. Uh, Post Malone was on talking to Joe Rogan and talking about his weight loss. And mm. at first, when I saw the clip, I saw a clip popped up in my Twitter feed. I didn't even realize it was Post Malone. I mean, he had a ball cap on. I couldn't really see the tattoos, but he's really slimmed down. And Post Malone went from 240 to 185. Wow. And he said he did it by just living a better life, but also cut, cutting out soda. Really? Because I guess he was like a big, like, pop and energy drink guy. But this is a little bit of Post Malone talking to uh, Joe Rogan about the feedback that he got from people when he lost all the weight. Whenever I started losing my weight, everybody was like, hey, this is what meth looks like. And I started, like, dancing on stage and having fun and having more energy and just enjoying life again. You know what I mean? Um, Like I mentioned, I was for a long time, but I had my baby and I'm in a great spot. And then the first thing that happens is like, oh, he's on drugs uh, and i'm like well i know there's people that genuinely care right and they're concerned that maybe you are on drugs right right but there's also people that are just like all right kids this is what meth looks like yeah and definitely not on meth um definitely not on any hard drugs but you feel an inclination almost as as a public figure to have to justify something that you don't need to justify first off it's nobody's business second off don't just assume everything you know what i mean yeah it's like so i i was like hey guys not on drugs and i know that's the crazy part is is because i know there's people that really give a but there's also a lot of people that are just like mean yep poor guy Right, because you because you lost all that weight, and then he started flipping around on stage and doing all sorts of weird stuff. And it was like uh, when that whole thing happened, when people were saying he was on meth or on drugs and whatever. And I think his dad had come out to say, "Idiots!" Like yeah. he's just living a better life, like a healthier <laughs> lifestyle. Now. The problem with a guy like Post Malone is when a guy like Post Malone gets healthy. Yeah. <laughs> right. He doesn't. He's, he, he just. He starts to look unhealthy. Like he sure. just has that thing, that that way about him. Because I guess because of the way he looks, people just assume things, mm-hmm. right? And that's just it. And like he said, people are just mean. Yeah. And I think that's what it comes down to. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. 
Uh, WWE legend Edge. The big question is, so explain to me what's happening this weekend. So SmackDown is tonight in Toronto. Okay. Edge's hometown. Edge is celebrating his 25th anniversary with the WWE. Mm -hmm. They're doing a huge celebration for him. Uh, He's got a match against Sheamus. And the rumor is that this is going to be Edge's last match with the WWE. Gotcha. And he's going to retire. By the way, if you're not at the show, uh, you can watch Friday Night SmackDown on Sportsnet 360 and Sportsnet Now. The broadcast starts 8 p.m. Eastern. Mm-hmm. Also, happy to let you know, Shem, get ready. I'm ready. Book a plane ticket. Oh, okay. Shoot. WrestleMania 40 tickets are on sale right now. Philly. For Ticketmaster. Yep. Damn. Let's go to Philly, y'all. Okay. <laughs> but uh, Edge uh, had a chance to talk to uh, Carlos over at ET Canada. Carlos, also a huge, huge wrestling nerd like us. Uh, with regards to this match on Friday, you said fairy tale ending. <laughs> and this, this to me, this Brilliant. to me plays into this idea. <laughs> it plays into this idea yeah. people have been talking about. This might be the one where you leave your boots in the ring. What's the... Like, what are your thoughts? Here's what I can honestly say, and this isn't the answer that everybody's going to want. I truly don't know. I really, really, it can, with 100% truth, say I don't know. And yeah. that's strange for me, to, to but I don't. I, I really, really don't. I, I've put some thought into it, but not a lot. Um, mm-hmm. This is the, the last match on my current contract. So... I honestly okay. don't know. I, I, I probably won't know until I get to the locker room that night right. and just uh, decompress, let all the, the anxiety and tension that I never used to have before I performed, I have now. And and that's strange for me. And it makes it that much harder to do this. And I'm going to be 50 in October. You know, it's damn. It's not easy anymore. Before, what I used to just take for granted to be able to do, now there's a process and there's a fallout and there's a there's a lot, you know. And, and it's the dream gig, but again, it's it's getting really hard. At that age, and with the amount of injuries Bruh. he's had, no, in order you. to get through a match, no, thank you. I might cry tonight. <laughs> Friday night SmackDown on Sportsnet, eight o'clock tonight. Cannot wait. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Apparently, tattoos are the hot new party favorite at weddings. We briefly discussed what? bringing in a tattoo artist. At the wedding. I would have done that. I would have got one. There was just a whole, there's a whole bunch of hoops you have to jump through and everything else. Like literally? No. Mm. Um, But it was, it was going to be too complicated, but we thought that that would have been cool to just have somebody. Safety and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. You got to do a bunch of stuff, but it's fine. I mean, they'll go to your house and stuff like that, but it's just a matter like how many people could you get through? And then you you can't, you have to do it early on because you don't want to be tattooing people when they were drunk Mm -hmm. and it was an open bar from the minute the doors opened. So the window for doing tattoos would have been very small. Does it have to be a themed right? tattoo or no, can you get anything you want? No, no, you would have had like anything that you, you know, you, you no, like We're not own. talking like sleeve. No, they're not doing <laughs> sleeves. <laughs> but that's apparently the new thing at weddings is that people are no, hiring I'm, tattoo artists I'm for into weddings. That. Yeah, I'm absolutely yeah. into that. Yeah, so am I. We thought about it. We did. Uh-huh. Um, but uh, but that, then at the end, it was just, it was going to be, it was going to be too, too much. And then you, you had to make sure that people weren't drinking and like all this stuff, right? Yeah. So we didn't. We what decided, we decided against it. If you looked it. into it. 
What, what would that cost? Like if we picked up the tab, mm-hmm. like oh, two wow. hours to have somebody there, probably like, I like don't know, grand? like a couple grand maybe. Way more. You oh, think yeah, so? Probably. Oh, yeah. Because they got to bring a tattoo, stuff. even small, is probably about like 130 bucks. So, because they're going to want to times in. that they have to bring all their stuff, yeah. travel fees. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Probably like, I'm going to say 2,500 bucks. I'm going to say 2,500 bucks. I would have yeah. got one. Yeah. You like, would have? What yeah. would you have got? I don't know. Just it some, something. Yeah. Like me in the moment. Would've. Yeah. Yeah. No, you yeah. wouldn't. Either Matthew's Please, letting you get Maury. a tattoo, Maury. You would have absolutely let me get Andy's paw on my Please. wrist. Oh, uh, that would not be allowed, first of all. <laughs> <laughs> There's no way your husband would allow you yeah. to get a tattoo on my wedding. Never. Oh, but then it comes with a cool story. I got this at Roz's wedding. Oh, no, never. Never would that have would been Would it have been weird if I got your wedding date tattooed on my hand? My wedding date tattooed yeah. on you? No, I would have loved that. Like I, w- that- I would have got the same thing. We would have been matchies. Hey! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, yes, Southern California had an earthquake while waiting for the worst storm to hit Southern California since like the 30s. Uh, right now, Hurricane Hillary has been downgraded to a post-tropical cyclone, but there's 25 million people that are still under flood warnings. I don't know if you saw any of this footage. It is crazy yeah, down there. Yeah, I did. It's like the, the, the eye, the, like there was like, like right over LA. Mm-hmm. Like it's never happened before. Quite like the, scary. The desert is flooded. Yeah, quite scary. The desert. Yeah, it is. It's, uh, it's really wild. The aerial shots are just insane. Uh, Hillary is forecast to continue to move throughout California and uh, dissipate over central Nevada all throughout today, bringing potentially historic rainfall amounts along the way that could trigger more floods, landslides, and debris flows. Oof. No, thanks. Nope. Uh, and, and like, again, like it's, this is like historic rains, but like in the desert, like all out in Palm Springs and Coachella where the festival happens. And oh all yeah. That stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. The Roz and Mocha show podcast. podcast. Uh, Britney Spears. What happened now? So a couple things. So, so she's going through the divorce and then last night she writes on, uh, goes on Instagram and one of the videos is now deleted. So she says, uh, when you get, get to meet up with a so-called quote friend and drive an hour for chicken. Then you have to wait in the car and need to use the bathroom. I know paparazzi were tipped off because the car I was in was never used before. So how was I followed? Malibu Canyon Road is the most horrible road ever to drive on. So what does a bitch like me do? Uh, I put on a green dress and show up at my friends. I invited my fave boys over and played all night. And then there's a video uh, that she posted with Brittany in a green dress and like white go-go boots where like some guy's licking her thigh. What? Uh, And then there's another video of five shirtless dudes out by a pool and they're all like holding Brittany like lengthwise Mm -hmm. kind of thing. And then she posted and then deleted another video where she was topless in a bed. Um, wearing pink panties and black boots and like kicking up her leg and covering her boobs with her hands and stuff and what? I don't know what's going on there. Single Britney out here wilder. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, but she did comment on the divorce. She says, uh, I've been playing it strong for way too long in my Instagram 
may seem perfect, but it's far from the reality. And I think we all know that. I would love to show my emotions and tears on how I really feel. But for some reason, I've always had to hide my weakness. If I wasn't my dad's strong soldier, uh, I would be sent away to places to get fixed by doctors. But that's when I needed my family the most. She goes on to assure fans that she's actually doing pretty damn good. I don't know, man. Doesn't sound like it. Not that she needed to be under that conservatorship at all or whatever, but she needs something, right? Like wiling out, man. Just, yeah, I don't know. I think the problem is she can't, nobody can be trusted. I don't know. Anyone that goes near her to work for her or to be a quote unquote friend, no no one can be trusted. Yeah, I don't know. Which is scary. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, is NSYNC getting back together? This uh, has been the sort of holy grail for boy band fans, right? Because, and you know, all the guys in NSYNC are all for it. It's yes. just JT, right? So according to Entertainment Tonight, they say NSYNC is reuniting for the first time in over 20 years. So the word is that the other four guys that aren't Timberlake mm-hmm. are going to join Timberlake in the Trolls movie. Yes. Seems like a perfect fit. Thank you. To get the Trolls band back together. And then they're going to do a couple of new songs for the soundtrack. Amazing. Here's a clip from the Trolls movie. Branch, how come you never told me you had a secret brother? Correction. Used to be my brother. My brothers walked out on me and never came back. Branch, we're out of sync. We've gone from boys to men, and now there's only one direction for us to go. The back streets. Branch, it's time we find the rest of our brothers and get the band back together. Rosa! Yo, I cannot wait for this movie. Like, there's a hint right there. (laughs) Yeah, but do you think, I think that doing it for the Trolls movie, because I think that if NSYNC were to just get back together Uh uh, and do something legitimate, like, you would, they, I, in sync with new music, I think that they would probably try and maybe modernize it or do something of the time. But I think that it if wouldn't you do be it, in the tradition it, of in sync. But I think that, that if you do it love. for the Trolls movie, you oh, can do an sure. old school sounding in sync song. Absolutely. Because it's for the Trolls movie. Yes. Which I actually think works out very, very well for fans. Is everybody excited for a new in sync song with Timberlake? Yes. Man, and I actually think that Justin also needs this, to be quite honest with you. You do. As huh? much as the other four guys. Yeah. Well, I think I really it's do. his kids that are probably like do it for the movie yeah why do you think justin needs a show uh well listen that last that last trash album in the woods was Ooh. so garbage uh and, and and quite frankly he you know with the stuff going on with britney he's sort of fallen out of favor i think with a lot of people Ooh. doing something you know family friendly might help him out yeah 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 and again that last album was total garbage Ooh. and i know he's is like working on a new album right now so you know Damn. hopefully getting together with the guys from nsync are gonna help propel him back to that status he used to Damn. be. Totally. Who are the other guys in NSYNC? Maury, do you know them? JT Chavez. Yeah. Nope. Nope. Uh, okay, so Justin Timberlake, yes. JT Chavez. No. No. Um, no. What's the uh, one that came out, the gay one? No, Maury, you, you start over again. Okay, Justin Timberlake. Yes. JT. JT what? No, no, no. The, we no, need no. first and last names. Okay, Justin Timberlake. Yes. JT no. Chavez? No. No. Is it? J- no. Oh, there's no JT. CJ? No. 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 Justin Timberlake? Yes. yes. <laughs> it's it's like two initials. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Which two? Justin Timberlake? Yes. yes. CJ uh, C- Chavez? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. 
Justin Timberlake. Yes. yes. Um. Okay, and, and um. Oh. Uh, oh, oh, um, no, no, oh, no. Okay. Help me out. You were very excited for this, Maury. Mm-hmm. I know. Okay. But- <laughs> start okay. again. Start okay. again. Start okay. again. Justin Timberlake. Yes. yes. The one that came out. No, no, we need first and last names, man. I know. That's where I'm having a problem. Okay. Start over. Justin Timberlake. Yes. yes. CJ Cervez. No. <laughs> okay. Is it not, C- like, is what's with the C? Justin Timberlake. Yes. yes. And then... <laughs> Justin Timberlake. Yep. Yes. J.C. Chavez. No. No. Did I say that? Okay. You Justin just said Timber- it, but it's wrong. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Try again. Start Justin, from the beginning. Okay. Justin Timberlake. Yes. Okay. And then it's um, J.T. No. No. C.J. No. T.J. No. Um, H.J. No. Nope. Oh. C.J. Yes. Yes. C.J. C.J. Chavez. No. There you go. No. Wrong. Oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> JC Chazay! Yes. I said that! No, no you, you didn't! didn't. Did I pronounce it wrong? Lance no, Bass. Lance Bass. Yes. Joey Fatone. Yes! Right. And Chris Kirkpatrick. Yeah! And oh, sync, baby! <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. Uh, Blue Beetle dethroned Barbie Ooh. at the box office, but uh, not a good look, though. So Blue, Blue Beetle, it was number one. However, it only did $25.4 million, which is not good. It did $43 million globally, so it's one of the softest starts in D.C. history. Yikes. Uh, and then, they of course. They just can't catch a break, huh? No, DC? no, no. All those superhero, it's all the superhero movies. It really is. And and it's difficult, well, especially DC, because the James Gunn is just rebooting everything. So mm. none of this matters. Yeah. Right? Like, none of this, none of this matters. The Flash, all that other stuff, none of it, none of it matters. Uh, Blue Did Beetle, you end up watching Flash? Nope. No, nah, me neither. Nope. Uh, Blue Beetle costs more than $100 million to produce Yikes. and probably that same amount to promote. Yikes. So it is not looking good. Uh, Strays, that um, dog movie. Oh, with Will Ferrell. Yeah. yeah. It's got all the voices. Yeah, $8.3 million. Like Ooh, really, nice. really, oh. really tanked. Really tanked My, at the box office. Our dog, the Australian Shepherd, yeah. anytime that commercial for Strays comes on, yeah. loses his Does mom. he really? I hate that. Because <laughs> <laughs> we have the TV on all the time. Yeah. Oh, my God. That commercial comes off and Leo just loses it. Really? Oh, oh poor dude. He just thinks that all these dogs are coming to <laughs> invade the house. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. To celebrate the 30th anniversary of the... Um, Ontario Lottery winning chimes. You know this sound? Winner, Genyo. Okay, yeah. so... I've never heard that. Um, yeah, exactly. I hear I it in it. front of me. The guy, it's always the guy in front of me, <laughs> right? I've heard it a few times. Uh, so I saw a video from the Veld Music Festival where uh, Loud Luxury used that as a drop. So here's that. <laughs> I know. Oh my god, that and, uh, sounds good. Uh, so Loud Luxury have uh, used it as an official release, I guess. No, re- they remix. didn't. Yeah. So here is the uh, the new track by uh, Loud Luxury uh, winner Gagnon.
my god, I love this. Yo, big up loud luxury. Right? This is dope. I like big it. Up OLG. So is this like an official partnership between yeah. Loud Luxury and OLG? Because they had to like yeah. did they have to license that sound? No, loud Luxury did it for them. You might actually hear this at the kiosks. Oh, really? No, oh, no. Come on. 45 seconds of that if I win. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to be fist pumping in the gas stations while they yeah. take their lotto. No. no, 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 no. No, like 10 seconds. No, no. we got to get that to climax. No, i got to no, no, sit there for 45 seconds while they you dance. My dance. $10 winnings? No. I don't want to. No, don't make things. I, I can't go into a store and have that. As much as I love Loud Luxury and what they've done with it. Like, you can't, congratulations, you, oh. you just won five bucks and a free play? Yes. And you got to sit through this? <laughs> and then all of a sudden, then you got to go like walk around the store, right? <laughs> right, the yes. finish. I'm going to get a bottle oh. of water, a pack of Doritos. <laughs> Maybe a Snickers. Wait, like they can't give you the money to the song? No, yes, you gotta wait. I'd be okay with it. Maybe Not go to the bathroom around. real quick. Yeah. <laughs> Regardless, I like this. I hope yeah. we play this. Yeah, yo. Yo, I had to. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Man, if you could live your whole life without having Ronan Farrow disappear for six months and then come back with a massive expose on your life, oof. So Ronan Farrow in the New Yorker just did his just released his big piece on Elon Musk. Oh, great. <laughs> yeah. So the summary of the article is uh, some of the most telling passages from the uh, the, the Pharaoh article uh, imply that uh, Elon Musk wants nothing good for anyone unless he can take credit, gets off on risk and destroying things, and has a grandiose ideology and a dangerous grip on world leaders. So the piece is called <laughs> Elon Musk Shadow Rule, how the U.S. government came to rely on the tech billionaire and is now struggling to rein him in. Oh, jeez. <laughs> So according to Ronan Farrow, uh, both SpaceX and Tesla have received deferential treatment from the Department of Defense and regulatory bodies thanks to Elon's company dominating the fields of space technology and electric vehicles. Uh, essentially, Elon has been able to operate with little to zero oversight, which is concerning in light of allegations that he has significantly ramped up his ketamine usage. Yo, they really want this guy to be Tony Stark, huh? <laughs> His ketamine usage. So earlier this summer, the Wall like Street Journal. Uh, exactly. <laughs> so earlier this summer, the Wall Street Journal reported that Elon Musk was using ketamine to treat depression uh, and also at parties. Uh, <laughs> um, but, like, he's so sad going to all these parties? Yeah. So according to Ronan Farrow, that use uh, has uh, concerned a lot of his associates. Uh, Amit uh, Anand, who is a leading ketamine researcher, said, you can feel grandiose and like you have special powers or special talents people do impulsive things on ketamine uh, they could do individual they could do inadvisable things and ketamine while at work however the impact depends on the kind of work you do for a librarian less risk if you're a pilot big problems well, so yeah. now think elon musk <sighs> right Here's what gonna do change twitter <laughs> to x also gonna not allow you to block people well he is changing twitter a weird change so another one, another one. So he is getting rid of headlines from news articles. 
So right now, what? when you're on Twitter, links to news articles display as what they call cards, which is an image, a link, and a headline or summary of what the article is, right? Yes. So what Elon wants to do now is news articles will only have a picture. And the link, the, words? the link will be the picture. There will be no headline and no words. What if it's just a picture of a hot dog? Then, it's, then you click the hot dog to get the news article. But what, what if, if it's I, just a, a regular photo? You're uploading a photo. So if you're uploading a photo, that's fine. But for news articles. But can you still write something in the body like as, as you a tweet? would You would, as an individual, have to then write it. Right now, if you tweet a news article, oh, you, it just, get, it just you get the headline, yes. the picture, and the description. Right. The change, if you tweet a news article, will just be the picture. So, so if, that headline that's within the photo right now in the link, yes. you would just have to take that headline and put it as your tweet. No, but right? you, would, like you, you, you would write the type that out and then below that will be the picture. And maybe they'll say, click picture for more. Or but something you like have that. to do that. Yes, but what correct. individual who's tweeting a news article is actually going to do that? Nobody's going to do that. So if it, yes, Maury, if it is a tragic story about hot dogs, all you will get is a picture of a hot dog. Dude needs you, to stop doing K. You won't get, <laughs> thank you, any of, the, any of the other stuff. So that's what he wants to do. He ran the idea by, uh, by advertisers, and they hate it, but he's still going to go through yeah, with of it. Of course. Apparently. So why bother asking, bro? I, I don't know. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Rihanna had baby number two. Hey! Congratulations. Congratulations. Oh. They got Rihanna. Uh, so that's so we are not going to ever get new music. Oh, yeah, I don't know. She sort of did the Super Bowl and then dipped again, huh? Uh-huh. Like, yeah, I don't know. Uh, Rihanna and Asap Rocky apparently will spend the early days of uh, parenthood with the new baby out of the public eye, and they have no immediate plans to do any sort of big baby announcement or anything like that. Uh, in case you're wondering for... Boy, would they... What's it rumored? Boy? Girl? Mm, I don't know if they even confirmed that. But I, I think thought, it's one of those. Yeah. You think, more? Yeah. Thanks, more. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Fantastic contribution. I thought they... <laughs> I could have sworn I saw somewhere it was another boy. Was it? Yeah, I don't know. I don't I don't know. Um, yeah, I think maybe it is a boy. I think that that's yeah, what they, they said. Is it TMZ? Boy. And yeah. that uh, the, whose name yeah, reportedly boy. starts with the letter R. Oh, what do you think that would be? Oh, Ralph. No. You think so? Ralph? Roz. Roz, yeah, it could be Roz. Could you imagine? Oh, It's well, probably my... something weird, like... Like what? Like what? What's a weird R name? What's a Re- weird R name? Replay. Like... Yes, that's a weird R name. What's yeah. a weird R name, Maria? Like Rock. Rock? I feel like I would name it something like that, or like Rain. Or oh, like... Rain um, or like, uh, like, what about Rupert? Nobody names their kid Rupert anymore. Rupert mm-hmm. Everett, right? Uh, I said anymore. That guy's like 50. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know who that is. You don't even know who Rupert no. Everett is? I've never met like a, a Rupert. That sounds um, like a 50-year-old thing. What about... Uh, swept away with Madonna. Uh, oh, my God. Um, what is another R name? Because we had it. We, we all are... Randall. Randall. Randy. Oh, my yes. God. from Monsters, Inc. Randy. Yes. That's, like, yes. Exactly that's saying, a great yeah, R Randall. name. What's another great R name? Renaissance. Oh. Then you know what's gonna happen? Uh, Beyonce. Beyonce's uh, beehive is gonna come uh, at Rihanna and be like, "You how, can't use that name! How dare you use the name Renaissance, the Beyonce album title, 
for your baby boy's name. But Hold they may look now. at it as like a tribute to Queen B. Those fans but might they have to make it a rivalry. No, but Rihanna has to say that. Yes, Rihanna we, and ASAP Rocky have to say because our love for Beyonce and that album. Yes, and we all know how rational the beehive can be. <laughs> <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Kim Cattrall celebrated her 67th birthday yesterday. Oh, she did. Did you see that post, Maury? No, I don't follow Kim Cattrall. You don't, huh? Why? Are you mad at her? No, it's just she doesn't post anything worthy. So she was uh, just posted like a little birthday thing with uh, that Beatles uh, song, the, the birthday song. And a quote from Gladiator is what she uh, wrote. Are you not entertained? <laughs> that one? That, no. Are you not entertained? No, not that one. Still not that one. Is this not why you are here? Nope. Not that one either. Oh, that's all I know. Keep going. You don't know any others? No. No? This is Sparta. No, nope, that's a whole other movie. Interesting. That's a whole other movie. No, the uh, the it quote. It is my birthday. <laughs> no, celebrate oh. me. Was it Thou Shalt Not Pass? No, that's still not. Uh, thou not Gladiator. Shalt not pass. <laughs> still not Gladiator. No, that's Lord of the Rings. Yes. No. The, on, the, the, the quote was, uh, "Imagine where you will be, and it will be so." Imagine where you will be, and it will be so. Yes, there you Get go. Get to the chapel. No, 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 no. Russell Crowe, not Schwarzenegger. Schwarzenegger right there. Okay. Uh, this ahead of uh, Kim's uh, return to And Just Like That, which this is on Thursday. Thursday. And uh, the big story, Maury, I want your thoughts on this. So if you remember when And Just Like That debuted, Patricia Field, who was the costume designer for all of Sex and the City, mm-hmm. did not do And Just Like That. She said it was scheduling. A lot of other people said it was because she has a very close relationship with Kim Cattrall and oh. then decided to not do and just like that. However, um, for that one brief moment that Kim Cattrall will be on and just like that for that one tiny scene, Patricia Field dressed her for it. So she dressed Kim Cattrall, mm-hmm. but nobody else on Yo, the show. That's a real one right there. Right? Wow. That is a real one. Demands. Yeah. She had demands. Yeah. Are you excited for that, Maury? I am. We have our speculations on what it will be. I think that it's going to be absolutely nothing no, of no, any no. sort of importance whatsoever. We think it's going to be a huge cliffhanger for the next season. You think this so? Is the f- season finale. They're all having the last supper at Carrie's apartment before she sells it, yeah. and the phone rings. That's how what's in the promo. But we think she's going to answer the phone. Carrie will answer the phone, and it'll be Kim in a limousine going, I've just landed. I'm at the airport. I'll see you in a minute. Credits roll, and then, oh, my God, what happens in season so, three? So you think that this is setting up season three for the return of Kim Cattrall? That's what I think. I definitely disagree with that. Okay, so what, like five bucks bet? Uh, five bucks? No, 500. 500? Yeah. Mocha, can I borrow five hundred dollars? <laughs> no. If I win, I'll give it back to you. No, that's not how. That's that is not a good way to live life, Maury. That's how you get your thumbs broken. Hey. <laughs> Are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Dave Batista's. Uh, dream is coming true I, I i guess like the the saying like you throw it out in the, in the universe and you just sort of see what happens right so a while ago dave batista went on dave batista went on twitter and said i uh, just gonna throw this out into the atmosphere and uh, see what happens but here we go me and jason momoa in a lethal weapon type buddy cop movie and he goes that's it now we wait so it's happening what? Oh. So Jason Momoa and Dave Batista are teaming up for a new action buddy cop movie. 
um, called the Wrecking Crew. Oh no! And uh, it's going to be <laughs> just both of them, just two huge dudes. <laughs> it's going to be directed by the guy who just did Blue Beetle. So, uh, oh, so wow. yeah. So I'm like, I'm looking forward to that. I'm into that. Yeah. Because they work together on C on Momoa's show on Apple, and then they also work together on Dune. Right. The oh, director right. guy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. he's a super fun guy. Who is? The director of Blue Beetle. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. So he's gonna do the uh, he's gonna do the movie. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Fire Festival Two is apparently happening. Oh my So yes. if, if anybody <laughs> saw Lit. the documentary that came out on Netflix about Fire Festival, it's really incredible. Um, mm. And Billy McFarlane, it's not like somebody bought the name and they're they're just using it. So this is Billy McFarlane. If you remember, Billy McFarlane uh, served four of a six year sentence for fraud. Uh, dealing with Fire Festival, but uh, but here is Billy McFarlane making the big announcement yesterday. What's up, guys? This is a big day because as of right now, Fire Festival two tickets are officially on sale. <laughs> yes, it has been the absolute wildest journey to get here, and it really all started during the seventh month stint in solitary confinement. I wrote out this fifteen page <laughs> plan of how it would take this overall interest and demand in fire, yes. and how it would take my ability to bring people from around the world together to make the impossible happen, but how would find the best partners in the world Mm. to allow me to be me while executing Fire's vision to the highest level. I've also worked with one of the biggest production companies to sign a deal to produce Fire Festival, the Broadway musical. Finally, today we're announcing (laughs) Fire Festival too. We spoke to people as far away as the Middle East and South America, and ultimately we decided that Fire Festival 2 is coming back to the Caribbean. We are targeting Fire Festival 2 for the end of next year, and in the meantime, we'll be doing pop-ups and events across the world. Guys, this is your chance to get in. This is everything I've been working towards. Let's go. What do you what are the odds that there's a lot of Saudi money wrapped up in Fire Festival 2? Uh absolutely. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think so. I so, think all of it. Uh tickets for the who knows who you're gonna see at uh, Fire Festival 2 uh, range from $499 all the way up to $7,999. How many so. people are gonna give their money to this? I, I, if plenty. you go to his Instagram, people are already posting pictures. I'm, I am. Of, and, they bought them. I but agree how with many? You more. And how many celebrities are going to attach themselves? Oh, to that this? I don't think Not any. Again. But I think that people are buying tickets, maybe hoping that this is another disaster. Yep. Gotcha. I also think a lot of like those like TikTok people yeah. will go to this just for like the views. And to like vlog it and to be there to just be like, I went to Fire Festival to see what happened, mm-hmm. whether it is absolutely chaotic or not, because everyone obviously watched that documentary. But I just feel like people are just going to want to attach themselves just for the drama. Mm-hmm. Do you think Ja Rule no. would say he's going to no. perform? No, no, no. <laughs> I'll go to the musical. The musical like which, sounds fire. Like which artists would want to attach themselves to fire fest too i don't know do you think he's gonna bring by bring back that guy that had to do that stuff for water oh no i thought thought of him as i said the story too (laughs) do you guys think the musical is going to be on the original story of fire festival or the new version do you think that scene's going to be in the musical i mean that's what i'm talking about (laughs) the Roz and mocha show podcast podcast uh, the New York Knicks are suing the Toronto Raptors, their new coach, and a former New York Knicks employee. So the lawsuit filed yesterday claims that the uh, defendants conspired to steal thousands of videos and other scouting secrets. So the oh. Knicks accused the Raptors of hiring and recruiting a mole within the Knicks organization and say the material consists of secrets, proprietary information critical to the team's efforts to maintain a competitive advantage over their rivals, including the Raptors. In a statement, the Raptors uh, and its parent company, company Maple Leaf Sports Entertainment, strongly denies any involvement 
in the uh, matters alleged, and MLSC is planning to conduct an internal investigation. Jeez. Their statement should just read. Secrets. Prove it. Yeah. You could pick a better team to cheat off of. The next one, two playoff series in 20 years. I don't know, man. I don't know. What do we want from the Knicks? It's a big lawsuit, though. Give us the the secret sauce from, like, Golden State or something. (laughs) Yeah. Right? And can't the Raptors just say, listen, all we did was watch a bunch of footage Mm -hmm. from years past, and we figured out the plays. Yeah. But they didn't, though. Like, that's not what they're saying. They're saying, like, you had a guy inside, then you hired him, and then... Yo, prove it. Yeah. Okay, cool, man. Listen, you go work with a couple thieves here. (laughs) Jesus. Prove it. Come at me. Let me see what you got. Okay, okay, okay. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. Uh, the WWE sold more than 90,000 tickets to WrestleMania. That's sure eight did. months out and without even announcing any matches. Uh, WrestleMania 40 taking place at uh, Philadelphia, April 6th and 7th. Went on sale on Friday and in one day, ticket sales for WrestleMania 40 topped the all-time total gross record of $21.6 million. Incredible. Just as a... Out of curiosity, I was looking up tickets. So I said to Chev, yo, let's road trip to Philly mm-hmm. and go to WrestleMania. But, like, sit where you'd be able to see what us, like, on TV, right? Mm-hmm. Sit in that section, mm-hmm. ringside. And I found a set at row two, Shem. Okay. Tell me if you're willing. Row two. $8,500. Each, each or for the pair? <laughs> no. No? Oh, damn. That's like eras. <laughs> That's crazy. Uh, meanwhile, uh, AEW is hyping up their big event uh, at Wembley, called the uh, calling it the biggest event in wrestling history. Wow. And apparently there's some truth to that in the advertising. Is it really? Yeah. So the company has distributed 80,846 tickets for the August 27th show, which passes the benchmark of WrestleMania 32 in 2016. 90,000, as we just mentioned, tickets have been sold for WrestleMania 40, but that is distributed over two nights. Mm-hmm. So what they're saying now is that AEW will hold the uh, record wow. for 80,000 846 tickets. Yeah, that pay-per-view is going to be pretty crazy. Stacked. So there they go. Uh, I don't suppose you want to go to WrestleMania. Do you me? Want? Yeah. You, want, nah, you don't want a road trip. Nah. I don't That's why I didn't ask. Yeah, even if I wanted to, I don't want a road trip. Why not? Nah. It's not for me. We'd make sure, like, we would stop a lot because we know how you got to pee and stuff. No, I'll just bring the jug. It's all good. Don't worry about me. Like, it's, it's fun. Maria, right? don't ask. I'm good. I, I know, no, no, doing... I know about the jug. That was, yeah, that probably like, gave you nightmares as a child listening to this show. <laughs> you were very little listening to this show. The thought of a grown man peeing in a jug while yeah. driving. Jug of mania. Is it rolling around in the back? <laughs> yeah, there, um, is there some? trying to think if i emptied it or not i don't know i might not have it was raining. <laughs> that's my fear of like just getting in like i don't know like some sort of minor fender bender and then like 
the, mm. like my car has to be towed, right? Uh-huh. And you know when you take like personal information out of your car, like you don't want to leave anything in there while the tow truck has sure. it, right? I'd like grab like my, my wallet and my insurance yeah. stuff and, you know, a pair of sunglasses that I have in there. And then I'd have to take my jug because yeah. like I can't have somebody find the jug. Uh-huh. They would do like some TikTok video on it. You know, like I'm not going to do that. Oh, of course. Right? So I'm going yeah, to be walking down the news. Yeah, right? I'm going to be walking down the street with my jug. Celebrity. Right? <laughs> Celebrity. <laughs> Fender bender. Guess what we found in the back? The piss jug. (laughs) You'll you'll find it being sold on eBay or something. Yeah, no, it's not uh, not good. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Um, Screen Rant, that website, very popular website, but they Mm. did a, a list of the top, overrated movies and they sort of broke it down why things are considered overrated so these are movies that have incredible fan bases who say that these movies are amongst the best movies ever made Um, and a maybe these movies don't actually live up to the hype but also people who watch them years later and they watch them because of the hype Uh do they hold up in current times. So here is the list of the uh, most overrated movies. Is my heart going to be broken? Um, yeah, I think so. So uh, Fight Club is at 12. What? Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I like Fight Club. I don't think it's, it's overrated. Movie. I think Fight Club is perfectly I've rated. I've never seen it. You've never seen it? No. It's a great movie. I think it's perfectly rated. Uh, the Notebook at <gasps> number 11. Oh, yeah. oh, that was you, Maria? Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was more. Oh, that was uh, me. Jaws at number 10. Uh-huh. Uh, Chinatown from 1974 at number 9. Uh, Forrest Gump at number 8. <sighs> oh, come on. Jenna. I've never seen it. you never seen Wait. Forrest Gump? Right. I wasn't born yet. The movie's still available. The, yeah, you can still watch it, Maria. I know, yeah. but like, uh, when, when, were, when were you born, Maria? 96. 96, yeah. This Forrest Gump's 94. Mm. It's a it's a really good movie, Maria. Yeah, you should watch it. I'm going to watch. <laughs> Is it in black and white? It's not in, in 1994. <laughs> I'm kidding. Uh, the Shining is at number seven. Yeah, uh, I agree with that. Yeah, Avatar at number six. Oh, absolutely no. yes. No. Overrated. That's not a classic. You don't think so? Nah. Okay, uh, I'm going to highly disagree with number five, which is The Greatest Showman. I think The Greatest Showman is perfectly rated. I don't think it's overrated at all. I just never think it's it. a really great movie. Yeah, I love The Greatest Showman. It's one of the greatest movies of all time. <laughs> Who's in it? What's that? Is it Hugh Jackman? Hugh Jackman. Wolverine? Nah. Yes. Uh-uh. Oh, it's so good. Uh, another one highly disagree with Frozen. What? I never saw it. Never saw it. Frozen is <gasps> just a great movie. You've never seen Frozen Mm-mm. with Olaf? Well, I know who the characters are. I know, but like it's such a good movie. It's like a really feel good movie. Yeah, they say Frozen lacks the heartfelt storytelling and lovable characters that the studio has become known for. It's I... still a perfectly fine movie, but calling it one of Disney's best is a disservice to the real accomplishments they've had over the years. That is a crazy summary. Oh, yeah. uh, number three is Silence of the Lambs. Never seen it. Oh, Num- that's a good movie. Number two, Return of the Jedi. What? Number one, the most overrated movie ever, according to them, Infinity War Mocha. <laughs> How <laughs> dare they over at Screen Rant talk about Infinity War? That is one of the greatest pieces of cinema that has ever existed. Yeah. Everything from the script to the set design. Mm-hmm. To the CGI? They say... 
haters. Once the initial excitement wears off, however, the story isn't anywhere near as revolutionary as many audiences claimed. It might be bigger and bolder, but Infinity War still falls victim to the excessive quipping and lack of real emotional stakes that often make the M that often bring the MCU down. It's a movie that's adored simply for what it is, not for what it actually does. What does quipping mean? <laughs> Screen rant. They don't know what they're talking about. Yeah, anyway, there you go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. Uh, Scooter Braun has spoken out uh, amid all of his sort of top, top artists um, ditching him and walking away from huh? his management company. So in the past few days, uh, there have been some unconfirmed reports. Uh, Ariana Grande won. Demi Lovato left. Um, Broadway legend uh, Adina Menzel uh, left his company. Jay Valvin left back in January and signed with uh, with a new production company. Justin Bieber has denied that he and Scooter parted ways, but there was a story out today saying they haven't spoken in over a year. Wow. Uh, but the rumor is that he is working on new projects and new music without Scooter Braun and that his wife Haley is pretty much now in charge of things. Uh, Elle reported that Haley has taken control and is heavily involved in his career. She's a part of meetings and she's taking a lot for him. Uh, she's talking a lot for him. She's the voice, they say. They're becoming this power couple, and she's a big part of everything that he's doing. Interesting, though, mm -hmm. Justin is now also working with a new business manager named Lou Taylor. Lou Taylor was the woman who ran Britney's career for a long time, and she was one of the villains in the Free Britney movement. It was her company that was accused of bugging and wiring Britney's house and like not giving her access to her phone. Does so, Justin know this? So be of course. She was all over the documentary. Every single documentary focused on so Luce, why is he Luce, with her? I have no idea. I guess they're really great. Because it's a great company. But that's who Bieber's working with now, is uh, is is Lou Taylor and uh, her company. Uh, Scooter's other artists, Ava Max, Black Eyed Peas, Carly Rae Jepsen, David Guetta, Tori Kelly, and uh, the kid Leroy, um, who reportedly re-signed with Scooter in May. Uh, no word on whether they're sticking around. Scooter last night tweeted, uh, breaking news, I'm no longer managing myself. So I guess that's like his joke. Wow. Uh, but the, 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 the story is that, you know, that Taylor, of course, is heavily involved in all of this. And there was a lyric, I guess, in one of her songs talking about white collar crime and having reported it to the FBI. So so the, the rumor is that everybody's dipping now because Scooter Braun's about to go down. And then, of course, we're going to get like, who's going to be the first big artist to say, I had no idea what he was doing. Oh, Justin Bieber. You think so? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be Bieber. <laughs> Anyway, it's not looking good for Scooter Braun. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, are you at all interested in the Frasier reboot? Did you watch Frasier when it was out? Mm -mm. You didn't at mm -mm. all. Not no. like, did you watch Cheers when it was out? No. You didn't? Mm -mm. You never watched Cheers, huh? No. No sham reruns at all? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. No, not, Mar not Mar Maria, these all finished before you were even born. <laughs> yeah, I don't even know that. <laughs> 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 Maria, born in 1996. <laughs> uh, damn it, Maury, yes, big oh Frasier fan. Okay, there Still we go. Still watch it today. Do you really? It who every, runs it? it? It runs every day on something. Uh, so Paramount Plus is doing the Frasier reboot October 17th. And uh, so here's the original sort of ending theme song to Frasier. Hey, baby, I hear the blues are calling to oh, salads and scrambled eggs. Oh, my. And maybe I seem a bit confused. And that's Kelsey well, Grammer singing. But I got you pegged. Sideshow Bob from Simpsons. <laughs> yeah. Is it? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Sideshow Bob. Is it? Yes. Yeah. 
so he's updated it. Now, whether this will be in the show or not, who knows? But here's the updated version. I don't know why you'd update it. Y'all know how this goes. Hey, baby, I hear the blues are calling. Toss salads and scrambled eggs. And maybe I seem a bit confused. Yeah, maybe. But I got you pegged. <laughs> but I don't know what to do with those tossed salads and scrambled eggs. Frazier has re-entered the building. So, I don't know. See, now but, I uh, finally know what the lyrics are. Forever, I always thought it was tossed salads and scrambled eggs. What's a salad? Like, tossed sally? What's... And- I don't know. No, it's tossed salads and scrambled eggs. It's in reference to, because he's a, he's a radio show host psychiatrist, mm-hmm. right? And so when the line is like, uh, like, I hear you got the blues and you're calling, that's in reference to the crazy people who call his radio show. And when he says, like, I don't know what to do with these tossed salads and scrambled eggs, that is in reference to, like, the, the wildness that he would just hear from these patients. Like, it's so mixed up, it might as well be tossed salad and scrambled eggs. That's, I guess, the reference that they were trying to make with Still all of doesn't this. doesn't make me want to watch the show. You're not going to watch the show at all. <laughs> Have yeah, you seen I, pictures? Like, there's pictures from set. He looks so old now. He's He is old, how more. Is there's he? nothing worse than somebody saying he looks so old now. When How old's Kelsey Grammer, more? very personally. Is he in the... In his 80s yet? How old is Kelsey Grammer? I'm going to say 82. Kelsey. But he's one, also one of those guys that just always looked real old, too. Uh, like he was he bald. He's only 68. Oh, no, yeah, he's not. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> he looks, I would have said shush. in his 70s. Shush. I'm sorry for disrespecting shush. you like that. <laughs> <laughs> how old did you, if, if, I, if you had to guess, if you had to guess, current picture of Kelsey Grammer, how old would you have said Kelsey Grammer is? Well, without seeing a picture, yeah, I just said eighty-two. Eighty-two. Yes, you before that, he has the the, the jiggly under eighty-two. Neck skin. You were off by twenty years. Hold on, Kelsey. Yeah, look at Kelsey Grammer, twenty twenty-three. See if you can find a picture of him. Oh. Do you remember when he fell off that stage when he was doing that speech? Oh man, no. Maury, can you find that? Oh, I know who he is. I've seen this guy before. Where, Maria? I don't know, but I think he looks familiar. Like, I'm probably made someone something my dad's watched. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? You're not wrong. Um, how old is he in real life? 68. 68. With that skin? Yeah. Bro. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Maury, what year were you born in? It's 1978. It's a liar. Trip through It's a Small World, pretending I was a UN interpreter. <laughs> That's when he fell off the stage. There was always a dark theater. Right? through It's a small world pretending I was a UN interpreter. <laughs> so he was, he was he was up there with his big voice, just like acting all smart and everything else. And he was on a stage. And I guess in the middle of the stage at the front, there was like a cutout kind of thing. And he's just like walking around, like pontificating about stuff. And he fell right through and like hit the deck. It's like, remember last year when Post Malone fell through the yes. hole on the stage? When he was yes, performing? yes. Hey, Morty. It's a small world pretending I was a UN interpreter. You know that you're old enough to be Maria's dad, Maury, and at that time nobody would have been like, oh man, you just ruined your life. Like you would have been 18. <laughs> you're old enough to be your grandfather. <laughs> I, we're not talking about me though, but I'm just saying, like, people would have been like, oh man, that's a little young, but you know, he's, he's, he'll, he'll probably he'll, he'll be all right. Like, you're old enough but to be. What do you your... want me to do with that information? <laughs> no, you just ruined your day, just... bro. <laughs> The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. 
It was announced that, uh, and just like that, has been renewed for season three as fans uh, sort of went in on the show. Normally when a show is announced that it's renewed for a new season, like everybody's very excited about it. But a lot of the reaction was to, you know, fine, do a season three, but here's how to fix it. Like there's still a lot of very disgruntled Sex in the City fans. One of the big... Um, complaints that people have and that they want changed for season three is they want that Che character gone, played by Sarah Ramirez. They didn't like her in season one either. I know, but a lot of the anger is uh I didn't like directed. Aiden in this season. No, huh? I have a question. Uh, yes. Because I don't want to show. No, maybe But not. from what I know of, like, the previous season. Yes. Or, yeah, I guess the previous series mm-hmm. uh, ran for as long as it did. Fashion was, like, a big thing. And you always hear, that's where I learned about like Manolo Blahnik. Is that what it's called? Yeah, yeah. No, you're right. Very good. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. Well done. Yeah. So is fashion like a big mm. theme, like a major theme yes. with brand names and stuff like that? Yes, it is because they, they there's tons of outfits in the season that are uh, incredible couture outfits. No, but I, I, I went to the Met Gala, Wang. Yeah. No, 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 no. And but like I, 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 I think that the difference is though, is that they don't sit around talking about that stuff in this, in this and series. And Birkin bags. They did for the one episode when they were going but, to the But it's gallery. not like it was in the original. No, of course not. No. But there's okay. still no. so, some So to answer your effort. question, no. Why are you? No, I'll answer for yeah. yes, yes. No. Yes. No, it's not. It's not, this, it's not nearly oh, the same Oh, and, this, the, same and the episode when it was winter time and then Carrie was walking through the snow in that huge, huge couture jacket. But what I'm saying is that, is that the, 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 their lives don't re- sort of revolve around fashion the way that they had in previous years. Sure, but they're still great fashion. But yes, that's not what he asked, though. It is what he asked. No, he's, no, no it's, it's not. not. That's not what he asked at all. Because Mocha learned, you got an education from that show about Thank fashion. Thank you. you don't, I haven't heard it, a single thing. No, no, it's not the same thing. It's not brands, the same Brands, brand names. No. So anyway, so it is back for season three. Uh, a lot of people happy. A lot of people um, are sort of, you know, they love to hate watch that show. Uh, so... It's one of those. Finale tomorrow. It's one of those. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Whoopi Goldberg. So Raven Simone, who used to be a, a host on the on the View with mm-hmm. Whoopi, um, I guess was doing her own podcast, and Whoopi was an interview and was a guest on the on the podcast. And and Raven, who is gay, um, had said that Whoopi has always given her lesbian vibes. And mm. I think a lot of people have had the question about Whoopi over the years, whether Whoopi's gay or not, right? Because I don't think anybody really knows. I always just assumed that Whoopi was gay. Was I, I am I wrong? Speculated because she, I, but I she was she, she was a Ted Danson for your for forever, oh, right? right? I Remember that that, that uh-huh. whole relationship Weird. where he showed up in blackface at the Friars Club? Oh yeah, where, was a whole, there's a whole yeah there was a whole thing yeah. with that man. <laughs> uh, but uh, but here is uh, Raven Simone uh, talking to Whoopi Goldberg. Speaking of love and like staying out of people's business, I just I want to just dig into your business a little bit. This is a safe space, but sometimes. Honestly, when I was around you, I loved you so much. Like, I just wanted to be up underneath the t- the whole time. Oh, wow. But that's also because you just kind of gave me hey, lesbian vibes. <laughs> it was easy to just lift up and put on my shoulders. Oh, my God. But, like, great, sometimes, whoops, you give me lesbian vibes. You give me, like, stud vibes. I'm I think just- this is actually just a secret <laughs> fantasy of Raven. Uh-huh. I think she just wants everyone to be gay. <laughs> and she's just really hoping you're going to come out right here, right now. So so if you want to tell us anything, whoops, you're, you're more than welcome uh, to Women have been asking me this for as long as I've been around. I I am not a lesbian, okay. um, but I know lots of them, and I've played them on television. Oh, that's um, <laughs> You know, 
But I, I you know, I, I have always had lesbian friends because they're just my friends, uh-huh. you know, and it's like, well, that's, I'm not going to kiss you, but I'll kiss you over here. I'll do this, uh-huh. but I'm not going to do this. And they're like, okay. Hmm. She's not. She's not. Yeah. But she'll still do stuff? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. We should call that partying, right? Okay. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Like, right. you know, we're in college, like, we only like those couple guys. Like, we're not gay. We're just partying. Yeah. yeah. Right? I'll do it, but I'm not gay. Yeah. <laughs> Is that what she's saying? I don't think that's what she's saying. Oh, okay. I, I think without seeing what Whoopi was sort of trying to imply when oh, she's, you know what okay. I mean? Yeah, I think that okay, your head okay. went one way sure. when I think in the re- in reality, oh, I don't think okay. Whoopi was actually, you know, saying, yeah, yeah. like, yeah, I'm not like, gay. Like, I'll try this one thing. Right. But I'm not gay. I don't think that that's what I don't think okay. that that's what Whoopi okay. was was getting at. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Hulk Hogan opening it up about his uh, addiction to prescription painkillers, and he was doing an interview with uh, Muscle and Health, and just sort of going through all of the surgeries that he's had, and then how eventually he realized that the pain medication was a problem. It's like in the last 10 years, I've had 25 surgeries. Oh. 10 back surgeries, knees and hips replaced, shoulders, abdominal face surgeries from getting kicked in the face and stuff like that. So um, I was on the pain pills. I did have doctors just writing prescriptions after prescriptions. And all of a sudden, it becomes a vicious cycle. There was a while, and there was a period of time, about five or six years, where I was in crazy pain. Because when you have one back surgery, sometimes people do well with it, or sometimes they'll end up in a wheelchair. And when you have a back surgery, it takes a while for your body to recover. Um, anesthesia is one thing. It takes a while for that to pass through your system. To basically recover from a huge back surgery, you know, a couple level fusion takes a year. They were cutting on me every four months. Oh, my God. You know, and I had 10 back surgeries. And so there was a point in time where as they were give, giving me the pain meds, I was in crazy pain. I couldn't function. But as soon as things started to wind down, you know, they would keep giving me the pain meds. You know, it got to a point where when I had the 10th back surgery, they kept, the pharmacy would call me, your prescription's ready. You know, and I would go like a dog chasing a dog. I'd go pick it up. And then finally, I just looked at myself and I said, I'm not in pain. Yeah. 10 back surgeries? Yeah. yeah. And they just keep pills, 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 man. Yeah. And I guess he stopped drinking too. Like uh, Hogan is like living a completely new life right now. Really? Like no pills, no booze, no nothing. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Completely clean. Y- yep. Damn. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Just look at these pictures of, uh, I don't know what was going on, but uh, Billie Eilish was spotted in economy on a commercial flight. What? She's just like us. <laughs> Sorry. Something went horribly wrong. Sorry. For Not that to happen. Us as in myself, Shem, Maria, damn it, Maury. What? Not you, Roz. I feel like Kimono. Mr. First Class. <laughs> no. While his family sits in 37 ANB. We don't need to get into that. <laughs> to and from. Honeymoon. A honeymoon. <laughs> well, Ross sits first class no, drinking no, champagne, eating no, free chocolates. No, come on. Well, the rest Don't. of the fam got to pay $12 for <laughs> half a container of Pringles <laughs> and a small ass Coke. Come on. Anyway, so yeah. continue to tell us how Billie Eilish is just like the rest of us. <laughs> You know what's great? You know what's great about first class? Is if you are thirsty, they'll give you the whole can. Man, you got to ask them. They do. 
They do. Yeah, you have to ask, but yeah. they'll give you. They'll give you the whole can. They trust you with the whole can. They don't trust you in the fact yeah, with the whole can. You're gonna fashion some sort of shiv out of it. Or so what happened? Like that. I don't know. Just, yeah, fans just started taking pictures of her, and uh, and she was just like sitting there. And then I guess later on, Billy posted on her own social, and she was like wearing the exact same thing because she's wearing like like a Dallas Cowboys um, sort of like toque and a blue hoodie yeah uh, it was a very distinctive look but yeah she was just like chilling but Go some, cowboys by the way something had to have gone horribly wrong in in the planning of this or she needed to get out of there for something or she was going to miss a show or Incognito. whatever and yeah i guess I mean, right? she's not she's not flying like that all the what time what if she just wanted to she there's no it's it's a risk like you can't billy eilish i don't think is has the option of wanting to like for what reason? To for what reason to save money? She's Did loaded. Like what Prince would be Harry the flew normal, but recently. he, but he, but Prince Harry is everybody's up his ass about being too posh and living off the the government money and all this stuff. Like Prince Harry, I understand that, but not Billie Eilish, for God's sake, and not Roz West. Matter with you, definitely not. Roz. Don't make it seem like that. Okay, I fly. I fly uh, first class. No, I fly economy plenty of times. Plenty of times. Name the last time. I just don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, it was good enough for right? Billy Yeah, exactly. One time the dad from uh, um, uh, Family Ties sat beside me in uh, in Economy. Both of us, so they're big giant legs. Yeah? Yeah. Beside yeah. you? Yeah, beside me, right beside me. We were oh. sitting right beside each other. Yeah. Did you tell him how you usually fly first class? Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> Sucks, huh? <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Damn, man. Stop it. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, according to a uh, new dating poll, uh, Bro code may be a thing of the past or whatever the woman version of bro code is. Girl code. Uh, girl code, is that what it is? Mm-hmm. Like, is there, a, is there a, like a bros before hoes version of girls? Like, what do girls say? Sisters before misters. There we go. Oh. Thank you very much. You're very welcome. Uh, so 71% of people uh, claim that their friends' opinions have little to no impact on who they choose to date. And 57% of people uh, would even be willing to end a friendship if the person didn't like their partner. Uh, a lot of time they say that uh, we think that we are just jealous. 54% of people say that they've been told to stop dating someone by a friend. Oh, That's terrible. Uh, 92% of people say that if they were to ask for somebody's approval from anyone, it would be their mom. See, I always thought what? that like bro code and girl code was dating somebody's ex. That's what I thought. Right? It's not about approval from your friends. I think right? that's two different things. That's what I thought too. Because Matthew's friends didn't approve of me and look at us now. But however, 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 okay, I will say this. Um, bro code and, and girl code do come into, into play when we're not talking about an ex. In a situation like you have a buddy and that buddy gets a girlfriend and suddenly he's MIA in the friend group and you're like, yo, come and hang out. And he's like, no, I got to see the girlfriend. And then he's like, yo, come on, man, bros before hoes. You know what I'm saying? Right? Anytime I hear the phrase bros before hoes, it always makes me think of that scene in The Office when Michael was talking about that phrase. Bros before hoes. Why? Because your bros are always there for you. They have got your back after your hoe rips your heart out for no good reason. And you were nothing but great to your hoe. And you told her that she was the only hoe for you. And that she was better than all the other hoes in the world. And then... 
Then suddenly she's not your hoe no more. <laughs> I, just I watched that with my kid twice. <laughs> I just yeah. watched that episode last week. It was Benny Hanna Christmas. It's so great. So great. <laughs> The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Drew Barrymore, uh, like really scary situation. So she was doing a talk uh, on a stage um, with uh, an actress by the name of uh, Renee Rapp. And I guess like some stalker that they're aware of got on stage. What? And started approaching Drew and then security just like grabbed the guy. And then Drew and this other woman um, dipped and then came back. So here's clip number one. Sell people. Oh, my God. Yes. Hi. I'm Chad Michael Busto. You know who I am. I need to see you at some point while I'm here in your Okay. Oh, my God. Yo, he gave okay, first, right? middle, and last name. Yeah, so Chad Michael Busto, and then uh, and then like security just grabbed the guy fast, and then after a while they came right back out again. By the way, just to be clear, the second they were like, "Okay, we're good," they're like, "Hey, like, do you need anything? Do you need us to say?" She was like, "Oh no, 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 I got it. I'm good." Well, I have a new definition of of your sexiness. It's that level of protectiveness that went full bodyguard. That you are my Kevin Costner. I'll be that. <laughs> wow. Right? That's scary. Yeah, it's crazy. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. And just like that, is the finale tonight, more? Yes, it is. You want me to spoil it for you? No. The Carrie's, yeah, okay, the, fine, the, the, the Samantha scene? Yeah, go ahead. Because everybody's talking about the Samantha scene. So yeah. Spoiler uh, Kim, alert, Kim everybody. Cattrall is back. And that's Spoiler the, alert, everybody. the anchor that they've built this entire season around. Yeah. And I think that what might shock more than a few people is that the Samantha scene actually happens very early in the episode. I suspect it because oh. she's having the, the last supper at her old apartment. Right. And uh, it is simply, uh, and, and we know that um, uh, Kim Cattrall and Sarah Jessica Parker had no interaction while filming the scene. They filmed it on two completely different days and there was... <laughs> Just like that, friendship done. Nothing to do with one another. Can I guess and you tell me if I'm right? Uh, why don't I just say it? Well, why don't I guess and tell me if I'm right? <laughs> why don't I just say it? <laughs> we um, can have a little so, so Samantha planned on flying to New York to From do, where, the, where to do the, the London. Oh, okay. To do the dinner party, yeah. and then she's like, "The London fog is too bad, and my plane can't take off." Damn. And then Carrie's like, "Well, why don't we just hang out tomorrow?" And she's like, "I'm already driving home because I was going to fly back to London first thing tomorrow morning." And then Carrie was like, "You're only going to come here for one night." And she's like, "Well, I love the apartment. And I had to pay my respects." And yeah. then, uh, and then, and then, Carrie puts her on speakerphone, and then Samantha over the phone says goodbye to the apartment, and then that's it. That's oh. what I was going to say, except yeah. for the speakerphone part. Yeah, that's it. Just which like that. also well, it could be that she's going to be like in season that. three, which is what I said. Eesh. Just highly, like that. No, I, she's not. I highly doubt it. Yeah. If they couldn't get together to film a scene for this, I don't know, man. I don't know. Anyway, so. Any what, quotes? Like, how did she say goodbye to the apartment? Ta-ta. Oh, really? I believe. That's it? Something like that. Yeah. Would you like to say anything to the apartment? And she's like, ta-ta. Yeah, I think so. I think it was something like that. And just like that. Yep. And just like that. So anyway, so that airs, uh, that's tonight. That's a big finale. And we already know that it's uh, renewed for season three. So that's pretty decent. Spoiler alert, by the way. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. For those looking for a sort of more personal connection to their faith, 
There's a brand new app in the sort of digital salvation world designed by devoted Christians in mind. It's okay. called simply Text with Jesus. What? Okay. They they promise interactions with figures like Jesus, Mary, Joseph, Peter, and Matthew. Okay. Right? So far, so good. Uh, The app uh, wears its spirituality sort of like way up front, guiding you through whatever you may need. And this is all AI mind from the depths of the the Bible, verse by verse. Okay. So they've taken AI and said, uh, do your thing with the Bible and allow people to talk to uh, these figures. Uh, however, it's not free. So if you want to talk to like Adam and Eve and Jesus, you got to pay two ninety nine a month. Otherwise, you just get people like Jethro. Ugh. <laughs> but isn't it like going to church? You have to pay at church. You don't, don't have to pay. No, you don't have donation. to pay. It's a donation. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Sorry. It's, not a, it's not a... Or a tithe. Yeah, it's not a, uh, it's not a door fee. Mm-hmm. Uh, the most controversial uh, part of the Text with Jesus app, though is conversations with Satan himself. No. <sighs> Sinister. So they allow cheaper? they allow you to talk to Satan. However, when you talk to Satan on the mm-hmm. app, he's not like deceitful and evil and anything else. He's actually quite, you know, uplift uplifting and preaches love, respect and understanding. That's not Satan. That's not the real Satan. And apparently every conversation that you have with Satan ends with the smiling face emoji with horns. (laughs) I'm sure that's a hard ticket. (laughs) What What else? He's not going to send you a laughing emoji. (laughs) Yeah. You're going to talk to Jesus, Shem? Uh, I do every day. Yeah. Oh. (laughs) But he doesn't talk back, though. (laughs) You'll talk back on the app. No. Listen, you say AI, I say Jesus. But no? He, no, but you talk to Jesus. This is Jesus talking to you. Yeah, Jesus talks to me. <laughs> I believe my grandfather talks to me. Okay. Yeah. Listen. I would talk to Satan. All the time. I would I'd be like, yeah. yo, why you got to be like that? Yeah. He's like, <laughs> like, what? Like, so weird all the time. Yeah. He's like, no. Like, man's around here just trying to live life. That's well, it. Was there a list of who else you can talk to? Everybody. Everybody. Moses, Ma- Matthew, too? I guess. Can Peter. I talk to Moses? I don't know. Wait, I have to pay to talk to Matthew. Yeah, Matthew, Peter, everybody, Joseph, they're all there. Okay, I have a question. Yeah. What's the app called? It's literally called Talk With Jesus. Okay. Can I, if I wanted to, start a group chat with all the apostles? I, I don't know. I don't see, know. Like, which one of them would roll over and spill the dirt on Jesus? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. But the way that AI works, right? Like people are going to start tricking AI into saying some stuff. Oh, yeah. Right? He deserved For it. Sure. Like all this stuff. You know what I mean? Right? Like, Yo, Jesus, remember that one time? <laughs> yes. Remember that one time on the mountain? <laughs> yes. Right? And yes. Like, everybody was there. Bro, I'm telling you. And then you said you. that thing and everyone did that thing. Dude, I'm telling you. And it you. didn't turn out well this for a t- lot of them. Talk with Jesus. On the, if you're just using pure AI without any sort of guardrails or training for the AI, this is going to get ugly. Yeah. Right? This is gonna, people are going to be like quoting Jesus, like stuff Jesus says. Mm-hmm. Right? They're going to trick him into saying things. We're the devil in all of this. Oh, speak for yourself, sir. Oh, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry about that. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Toronto Maple Leafs have re-signed Austin Matthews. They agreed to a... Four years is not a lot. Why are you hating? Because it's not a great deal. That's why. Uh, Why isn't it a good deal? Break it down. Because he should be longer. 
Uh-huh. Should be longer. Does he want to be here longer? Well, obviously not. Um, four years, $53 million. That is $13.25 million a year. Basically the salary of a bench player in the NBA, but that's neither here nor there. Um, it's a big contract, and it makes Austin Matthews now the highest paid player in the entire league. Damn. And when you look at the top 10 highest paid payer players in the league, three of them are Leafs. Which is still no cup, huh? It's one, they won one game in the second round. Come on, guys, we gotta do better. In the last how many ever years? I'll sign an eight-year deal if that's what they're looking for. Jeez, man, I don't know. So thirteen point two five million dollars a year uh, for four years. You so could buy the, a house a year. Yeah, you buy a lot. Yeah. Um. So what's the game plan then for Austin Matthews if the Leafs wanted eight? He I don't know won. if they wanted eight, but I'm just saying that, oh. like that, like you, you, you want to try and get so, like, if somebody's serious about winning, right? Yeah. You sign a longer, like, you sign a longer deal. So, and, is the game plan that at the end of the, uh, of year four, he he signs for a much like he still wants to stay and he wants to sign for even more? No, or I think he'll dip. Build up his worth and then go you somewhere could, else. He'll dip. Well, he'll dip. He'll go to Arizona. I was just gonna <sighs> not, say not that. until not until they get an arena. Yeah. Right now they play in front of like 200 people. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's still young though, right? Like 25. He'll be 29 yeah. at the end of the deal. And then he can probably sign for one more, probably his final really big contract after that. Yeah, but you got to win. Like if, you, if you're serious about winning a cup and you've only won one game in the second round, I know that there's some cachet to being the highest player, so, the highest paid player in the NHL. But you got to take less. You got to take a little that, bit less to let them build a team. And in that top 10, you said Three out of the top ten? Mitch Marner, John Tavares, and Austin Matthews. Are all Leaf players. Are all Leaf players, and they all so are they, in the top the reason, ten highest, play, highest paid players. They're the reason why them tickets are so expensive. No, they're the reason why they ever want a cup, to be honest with you. Guys, step yeah. it up. I know, I know, I know. What's that, Maury? Bring back bunting. Yeah, no, well, and he can't afford mm. him. He moves out Sunday. Yeah. yeah, he's not the answer either, though. Love bunting, but, you know, I don't know. But that's a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Oof, 13.25 mil. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. I was just reading a story on Hulk Hogan. A lot of Hulk Hogan news recently. I don't know what's going on with the Hulkster. I love it. Uh, but the, the story was that he has regrets because he made a decision which cost him $200 million. And Oh, when he so, turned and he joined the NWO? No. So, so the story goes that um, he was offered the George Foreman grill to be the spokesperson for, right? Yes. And he uh-huh. chose instead to to make a meatball machine. It was the the lean, mean, fat-reducing meatball machine or the, the Hulkamania meatball maker <laughs> oh, or whatever, whatever it was. I don't, know. I don't I know. I don't know. one of these? I don't know. I don't know. But, but now he's clarifying. So the original number was that he missed out on $200 million, and that was the story. And then Hulk clarified it. And what he said was that his agent, he was out one day picking up his kids from school Uh and his agent called and said, hey, listen, uh, I have two products. One is a grill and then the other is a blender. I'm going to call you and George, meaning George Foreman. Uh But Hulk was out at school picking up the kids. And then Hulk came home and got that message on the machine. And then Hulk called the agent back and said, 
uh, hey, you know, I'll take the grill. And he was like, well, I gave the grill to to George. Uh, so why don't you have the blender? And then Hulk said that it was a blender that took one double A battery and it would fart and then turn itself off. So it was just a, it was a terrible it was a terrible machine. Yeah. But the the number is not 200 million that George Foreman made from the grill. The number is closer to 550 million that George Foreman made off the grill. And George had said he's never given an exact amount, but George said in an interview in 2014 that there was one period where he was making eight million dollars a month off the George off the George Foreman grill. Bro, in my lifetime, I own three of them joints. <laughs> <laughs> I remember when they upgraded, they got that digital display yeah. where it counts down the amount of time so I didn't have to do it myself. No. Yo, yeah. I, I still have the Canadian tire so quick. Do you I still have it in storage? You do. Do you still have one, Mocha? Probably. Probably in storage somewhere yes. like that. Uh-huh. But Those yeah, so, it's, so the number's probably closer to, to $500 million that, uh, that Hogan missed out on just because he wasn't in. Like, he would have done it. It's, he didn't turn it down. It's just he missed a voicemail. And he missed and he missed out on it. But how did I miss crazy. out on the meatball machine? Yeah, I, I would have supported it. <laughs> I don't know. But I don't even know if the meatball machine ever got off the ground, right? Because it was the blender that he wound up going with. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Uh, apparently, Taylor Swift has already turned down the opportunity to play the Super Bowl. Why? Uh, a source close to Taylor Swift. I don't know. Uh, They tell the Daily Mail that Taylor is uh, busy with her current tour. She has zero time to prepare a Super Bowl show. She will do it eventually, but she is in no rush at all to do it in Vegas. Uh, They go on to say that she knows she is at her peak in her career, and each move from this point on is as important as the next, working on her current tour and recording her old music and working on new music and living life are taking up the majority of the time. They go on to say the Super Bowl will be a nice thing to do someday, uh, but it is not a defining moment for her right now. Yeah, she don't need it. She knows that she has all the time in the world, and then they go on to say uh, later on they quoted somebody uh, was source within the NFL saying that uh, Taylor will have the opportunity to be the Super Bowl halftime show as she has been asked multiple times mm. in the past, but they say that um, she's going to wait until it is actually in a city with some significance like Nashville. Yeah. So don't be surprised if the NFL moves a or puts a Super Bowl within the near future uh, in Nashville just to sort of court Taylor Swift to, to do it, but they will work around her schedule. She's in the most defining moment of her career right now. Yes. Right? Yes. Yeah. Biggest yeah. year Which for is this, this tour. It's crazy. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, hey, how many, if you're going away for six days, yeah. how many pairs, Mocha, of underpants do you pack? Seven. Seven? Yeah. You're one extra. Damn it, more. Yeah. It's like two. Two. Six. Uh, Shem. Twelve. Twelve. Wow. Uh, yeah. Maria. I pack like three underwears for each day. So for each but, day. Yeah. Oh so God. you're at. Uh, do the math on that for me, more. That's like what twelve? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. For two days. Uh, so according to a new poll, they asked people how many pairs of underpants they pack when they're going on a trip. Specifically, they asked about being gone for six nights. Twenty-two percent of people said six pair of underpants, mm-hmm. one per day. Thirty-six percent of people pack one or two extra. Why? Since they don't yeah. take up much room. Sure. Some people got excessive. 6% of people are Shem. They say 12, which is two a day. 4% of people, this is Maria, they say more than 12. So more than two pair a day. Mm-hmm. I guess it depends on where you're going and if you know what you're doing. 
13% of people said fewer than six pair. There you so go. fewer yeah. than a pair a day. There you go. Yeah. So that includes- I guess like if, if I know if I'm going somewhere where we're going to be out during the day and then maybe go out for dinner somewhere in the mm-hmm. evening, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Then yeah, I will bring a daytime set and then one for after I shower and before we go out. Um, four, 5% of people say they pack five, 4% of people will pack four and 3% of people said that they pack three or fewer. So you, Roz, yes. were away recently. Yes, I was. And you were away for how many days? Oh like God, I think 10, or no, ten. eight, nine days, nine okay, days. Nine days in Portugal. Yes, how many underwear days. did you pack? Uh, did you I think I packed nine. Yeah. I didn't wear them all. See? Wait, what? I didn't oh, wear I guess, them all. Like, I didn't wear them all. There, I had like trunks I, on and stuff. I had like three days where I was in like bathing suits, like from the time okay, I got yeah. up until the time I went to bed. Yeah. Right. And I knew I shouldn't have packed that many, but I did. I packed. I packed them. But I came back with like I came back with underpants I didn't wear. Yeah. But Easily. you have to wash those still anyway because they were like you know in the bag. No, I, I have a I have a, spe- a separate bag for the dirty ones. Oh, okay. Yeah. The, the when the dirty ones go, they go in a separate little, Same. little separate separate compartment. Same. But yeah, I didn't wear them all. And in my head, I was like, why am I packing so many underpants? Mm-hmm. Like, come on. But then I just start going right? through like my mind, like, okay, well, what if I like and I don't have it's not like I have sexy underpants, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's not like I have, <laughs> oh, these are gonna be my my sort of day-to-day underpants, but like, you know, if mm-hmm. things sort of, you know, go a turn a, you know, turn a corner in the evening, I might want these underpants. Because <laughs> every underwear you wear is sexy. Thank you, Maury. But Maria, you have you pack for those, right? Yeah. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Nobody. But like does. those aren't included in the twenty-one. Oh, <laughs> oh my God! God. <laughs> what, the twenty-one yeah. now? And those aren't well, included in the day for like seven yeah. days. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Catch the guys live weekday mornings from six to ten on Kiss ninety-two five. Kiss ninety-two five dot com or download the Kiss ninety-two five app.